gets lost in Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or magic being cynical. Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? I now pronounce the muggins and milk. <laughs> With confidence. It, that's it, innit? <laughs> please, please tell me that's on. <laughs> it's on, is yes. that what you do? I now pronounce you muggins and milk. Yeah. That's what, like, the idiom, you, you said you, you were like, okay, I really, this is my time to shine. Can I do the idiom? Hey, I wrote that on the way here. It's an original um, one. I, I, I kind of see Daniel's point now, but not like the idiom. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a massive ruse to set you up. To, now the boot's on the I, other foot. I, I don't like it when I'm on the receiving end. Um, introduce the podcast. Um, this is Sloss and Humphreys on the road. I am Daniel Sloss. <laughs> I am Kai Humphreys. <laughs> I, I am the mug and uh, Daniel's cream. Um, so this is the podcast with Kai and Daniel Sloss, but Daniel is not here in, in his seat and in his shoes, which are mighty shoes to fill, but you, you're overflowing on them is, <laughs> is Elliot Steele hello who goes by the name of milk self self-inflicted name of milk yeah, this I'll, is a slow start of the podcast it is I wanted right. to be bad boy Muay Thai fighter right um, I just want to say I got caught in rush hour in London today Right, I, it doesn't often happen because we've got no need really. We're not on the same clock as everybody else. Our nine to five is Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. So when we're travelling to work and back, or Thursday if you're doing well, you're around drunks, right? First, day, first day if you need the money. <laughs> <laughs> right? um, so you, you rarely get caught up in that fucking four thirty, five o'clock. It's terrific, isn't it? Right. It is the most hazardous shit ever on the tube in London, right? Like, I've, I've, I think I've whinged about this before, about being in nose to tail traffic in rush hour when you're not meant to be. And the one solace is that, fuck, at least I don't have to do this every day. I'm sorry if you're in the car now listening to this podcast, but I am smug as fuck. Or you're pushed right up now, against right? the tube, not able to move. Oh, but I got in that tube, right? And so I didn't get on the first one, barely got on the second one, right? So, you know, the state of that means the platform is fucking rammed, right? Yeah. If you're not getting on. Because quite a lot of people get off. And then a lot of people get on, which means the fucking. But this is the this is the thing is how fucking dangerous it is when you are on that yellow line and that fucking tube's coming at you, right? I know you're just you, you give us that look like fucking welcome to London, fucking dumb northerner. Yeah, man, that's just, it's just it's just it's just a trust exercise that a you ain't got a psycho right. behind you. That's all it's, it is. Because I'm just thinking like if I was suicidal, right? I'd probably be a pusher before I jumped, right? <laughs> You'd probably just somebody that fucking stands on Listen, your toes this or is, pushes in front of you. This is London. People would see you push a person, the first thing they think isn't that poor person, they'll think, oh, for fuck's sake, that's me not late. getting home for it another few hours later. Really I'm going to have to get a bus. <laughs> that's what would happen. So the, this, the deal with it is, right, is that I'm like three people back and I'm like, fuck, if somebody just decided to push kick me in the back, right? I'm gonna like I'm gonna get low, get as low as possible, but I'm not gonna be able to save the people in front that I push into, right? And they're gonna domino into the track. But then they get on the tube, and then you're left on the next one. And it isn't in my nature to fucking stand on that edge and with a trust of like four or five deep people on my back, right? With just the ledge where the fucking train's about to come through, and just trust these cunts not to have a bit of hustle yeah, bustle. You have to you have to learn. It's like when I go to Victoria Station. There's certain things you can learn when you go to a station enough. And this is uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting though if people do this in cities around the world when using an underground there's certain bits of the platform you know to use so say I'm at Victoria 
when you can go into the first entrance into where the tube is. So there's almost like three entrances. Go to the third one and walk down the platform a bit. And also because at the end of that tube, there'll be it'll be more spacious. If you get on at the front of um, the tube, it'll be more spacious. We're, we're talking rush hour here. There's no option for that because it's flat out. Like it's I like fucking. Push. It's like fucking the, the, the bar on a fucking night out in a nightclub, right? It's like a fucking lines and lines of people. And then you have to stay at the front, and you're trusting the people behind it. So I will fucking distribute my body weight so that like if anybody pushed, I've got like a bit of resistance. Yeah. Right? I'll, I'll shift my body weight so if there's I any, think a lot of people do that. So I'm like that, right? But I'm looking around, and people are there just relaxed as fuck on that phone. You could knock them off that edge with a fucking feather. And they are so just like, ah, it's London. My life's in their hands. It's, it's going to be fine. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It, it's like today, I was, do, I was doing a driving lesson, right? So I'm doing my driving lessons. I'm getting all right with it now, like going dual carriageways and that. And I was driving along and I thought, me, I got in a, not, not an argument, but the, the guy in my car the driving instructor not just some dude <laughs> <laughs> he like, said he's an instructor are you doubling as an Uber <laughs> it's the laziest kidnapping ever <laughs> he's got me to drive myself to the place <laughs> and um, he he like was like to me you need to do the windscreen wipers So, but he meant push the water so I flicked him down and he went towards you meaning pull the lever towards me so I pulled the lever down and he went no towards you and I thought, well, you were thinking how it's towards my legs yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. So then I just flicked it up and it went, no, towards you. And I, I pulled the thing and like it sort of yelled at me. And a bit of me thought like, bro, my life is in your, like if I want to, I can just <laughs> ram into some, some pole and you're out of the picture. You know what I'm saying? Like don't, don't get arsy yourself. with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 I'm in charge right now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Look at me. I'm the captain. And and then saying that on the way back, we did see a crash actually. It was quite horrible. But I was, I was like driving along and it, it was all fine, but I do think, like, I was, I was thinking, it amazes me there aren't way more traffic accidents. Oh, like there it, are. <laughs> no, 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 but million. more, like, as in, like, because I speak, I, I think I'm, when I drive, I'm very, very cautious. Very, very cautious because I'm new to it, but I'm, I'm also got one of those mindsets. Whereas I speak to some of my mates who are my age and they drive, and I think you should not be on the fucking road. Like, there is no way this person should yeah. be on the road. Yeah, I was a, I was a little bit fucking racery when I first started, and it took one accident before I was just driving Miss Daisy. Really? <laughs> hey, God, it's not fucking tasty having an accident. Yeah, I don't but, fancy uh, it. But yeah, this, I always think like you know when when we look back. Um, when we look back on how we act now, you know, when you look back at how you acted a hundred years ago, not us, but <laughs> pe- but people, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and you go, you hit children in school. And that was okay. Less yeah. than 100 years ago, right? Fucking 200 years ago, uh, there would be like slavery and shit. Out. Women couldn't vote. And you look back with astonishment at what people used to be like. Now, in 100 ah, years ago, the, the, <laughs> shit, the shit that we're doing now, right? That we're. <laughs> oh, absolutely, that people will look back at. And I think one of them is self driving cars, like uh, manually driven cars. Yeah. Right? As soon as that's. Uh, as soon as that's mastered where the fucking all the cars communicate with each other all the, the roads fucking on board with the communications process and everything is mapped out everybody's journey's mapped out and you just sit there safe in your little bubble right and they'll go daddy did you used to drive your own car and you're like yes and you're like did there not used to be crashes and you're like all the fucking time people died every day to the point it's not even a news story yeah but I think I think whenever I like the, when you think oh what will people look back at and think that thing with cars is when you think 
you'll have the Mark Nelson of that generation going, it was better when we used to drive our cars, right? <laughs> <laughs> you used to be able to film some music and do the manual, right? And you're just getting a crush and And you got a crush and it made a man out of you. <laughs> you lose a child, you make another one. <laughs> yeah. Back in the good old days, right? And you'll get, you'll get those people, won't you? Yeah, but uh, however, I am, I am glad that I'm on this side of history for eating meat. I really enjoy a chicken dinner. Oh, right? that's, that's I what really I, enjoy that's steak. That's what I was thinking. And I know I'm wrong. I know I'm going to be looking look back as a monster. And even your, your heroes, right? Your, your heroes that people look back on and they'll go, yeah, but you know you ate meat. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, yeah. go, Charlie Chaplin, you know he slept with a 14-year-old. Yeah. Like, it's a different yeah, time right. back then. <laughs> it's a different time. He put an animal in his mouth and he, he chewed it. <laughs> and he went yum yum, and but he fed some of his kid. I get, I get <laughs> what you say. And I, I watched uh, there was uh, um, Piano Velli the other night. Did an amazing. He's really good. check him out. He's a great comedian. And uh, but he did a thing where he was just sort of explaining it like you know chickens like growing chickens is environmentally the same as growing potato, like it's the same. And he was like explaining it all to me, and I was just like oh. But then I also thought I'm dumb as fuck. So anyone could come at me with some mad stats. What was his uh, What was his logic? Because he's quite an intelligent man, and uh, I, I don't doubt. Uh, he he was sort of explaining. I don't that. doubt that he'd be coming he from somewhere, but you're going to butcher like, it. Imagine you say to a bunch of farmers, right? I don't want to do his bit, uh-huh. but imagine you were saying to. A oh, bunch so this is a bit. This is a conversation, yeah, yeah, right? So yeah. don't don't butcher his bit. But yeah, give me yeah. the give me the premise. But, but the premise of the bit is like: imagine you said to farmers, "Hey, instead of growing lettuce, why don't we give you this magic animal that's going to." create another animal like yeah. that's easier to grow. and, and it's eggs. like yeah yeah and so economically yeah you can't, go can't. go check him out i want to i don't want to do his bit i want to give him as much of a shout out as possible but like it was just one of those bits i watched and i went like oh i bet i bet there's like on the side of the meat eaters where there's a load of bot like you know on the side of meat where there's a lot of lies spread about you know uh-huh. like i wouldn't really want to know where the meat i eat comes from like I, I wouldn't want to ethically go to that slaughterhouse, you know, because it, it would ruin the magic. Hey, did you hear about this with the uh, chicken nuggets? The, what? The chi- uh, Jamie Oliver, right, went, goes into schools and shit, right, and he shows the kids how chicken nuggets are made, about, like fucking high on the carcasses yeah. there and how the meat's all grey and mashing it together and this fucking paste and then colouring it, bleaching yeah. it or whatever. So fucking, yeah. I don't think they use bleach. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like uh, dyeing it so that it looked white and it looked like chicken, right, and then they offered it to a British kid in a British school and the British kid was like, nah, nah, I'm not putting that in my mouth after saying that. You went to America with the same policy, right? In the school, show them what was happening. Off at the kids of chicken nuggets, they're like, "Sweet, <laughs> just fucking ate the chicken nuggets." America, man. That place. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like. I didn't want to see where my meat come from. However, I do think that's probably a more ethical way to eat meat. It would be to uh, even fucking kill the animal, strip the animal yourself, and do all that I reckon, shit. I reckon I could. Uh, I, I don't know. All right, let's go down this rabbit hole. I reckon I could. Like, if you taught me how to, I reckon I'd murk a chicken if I was going to cook it. <laughs> if I taught you how to make a chicken, you me how to make, like I've got a way to murk a chicken, but it ain't going to be the way to get the most meat out of it. <laughs> you mean you kill a chicken? Like if I kill the chicken, you, where, where you see them like ringing it out like a fucking teetotal, where they grab the legs and the head and. and yeah, right. I'll, you, I'll, you would just I'll just, just it. give it one spin kick. <laughs> you would just fucking boot it. It's not even deed, so you stamp on it. And then you, <laughs> you pluck it. All the, flesh, all the flesh is bruised by the time you're eating it. You just make, take a bazooka to it. You're making dinner for your family. You're like, I caught it myself. <laughs> cool an airstrike on a chicken. Freshly caught. 
However, when I say like uh, catch your own food, I don't think chicken's the one that you that you would go for. No, I reckon. Uh, I reckon chicken. Do you uh, get whale chicken anymore? I reckon. I reckon the thing with chickens is in it is like. They're just this is going to be good. They're just like they're just kind of a fucking. If it weren't for us, they'll be extinct, bro. Because what you're doing having wings and not using them to fly. Nah, but mind you, we've got an appendix. You know, I didn't of. use that for flight. Yeah, but like, well, try harder. <laughs> appendix, that's, that's quit at all. Appendix are fucking shit, man. You don't even need it, right? Yet it can just rumble and burst and fucking. Get, <laughs> yeah. You just got this like ticking time it's bomb the, in your fucking. Do, do you know what that is? That's the you see how you were talking about the per, that's the organ version of the person on the platform who might kick you in. Uh, <laughs> you just you've got, all got one of them as well. Your appendix is just gonna uh, one day the clock's gonna start ticking. But do you ever get one of those pains like in your body, especially like I've I've had it like where I've gone out after a night of drinking or something, and you get a pain in your body, and then the next day you're sat there and you think oh, it's probably just because I went drinking, and then a bit of you goes, "Fuck, what if it is my appendix?" Or do you ever think that? Well, when you've got like a pain. I had this thing like where I felt like I was getting a fucking flutter in my heart. Where I was just like getting a fucking like a murmur or something. But uh, apparently it was just coke. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a well-known doctor, a comedian, and he just told us to lay off the session. He tell you a bit. He's like, he fucking went mad for it and then had a sauna and went on the fucking treadmill. Oh. Oh, man. That's the, one or the other. That's the worst to do when you um, try sauna out a sesh. It just makes you even more ill. Uh, it was a bit of a flutter on my heart a few years back now. Took, I've took it easy since. No. <laughs> See, you're, you're in training at the moment. I'm well. fucking great, Nick, in the minute. Put your name down for a fight, haven't you? I'm fighting on Sunday, the week on Sunday. Yeah. Does that mean you're fighting? You put your name and your um, number doing on the board? Basically, it's the people, the way it works is... Is everybody on that on that list getting a fight? Is uh, it, it depends. Like you, you might not find out literally until the day of your fight. It's, it's right. really weird. It's like the open mic world of fighting. Yeah, <laughs> like right. Genuinely, you just get called up. Like, you just get called there's up. There's a lot of names on the list. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, yeah, they put something like 25 names down. It doesn't mean 25 is going to get matched. It's all it's all mad. Yeah, that wasn't the game plan when I started training Muay Thai. It wasn't the game plan to fucking get in the ring and fucking start oh. throwing knees and elbows around, throw me bones at some cunt. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to. I'm gonna, oh. um, you know what? Just do it. It's a fun experience. It, it, it feels like a bit futile because I'm 34 now. Like, it makes sense that you get in and have a fight. You're 21. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah. there's people doing it who are in their 40s, man. I, I, I know, like, I, I watched some fucking great fights. I just watched uh, George St. Pierre, who's a few years older than me, fucking win the title, right? Like, it, it's, but he's been playing, he's been playing. He's been fighting since he was younger than you. Yeah. You know? So it, it, it does make sense when there's fighters my age in the game, but anybody's starting I'm, now. I'm starting to get to that point. I had it last year when Marcus Rashford burst onto the scene, and I went, Oh my god, he's younger than me. He's younger, I had yeah. like my first ever like oh yeah, fo- fuck football sake. Is, football is younger than me. I've been pundits now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like but you know when you first get like I know people go, Don't worry, you're, you're, it's weird when people say, Don't worry, you're twenty one, I still like I get it's still young, but you've also got to remember this is the oldest I've ever been. So when <laughs> Oh Bella, I want a Bella. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It makes sense. Oh. Hear me out, hear me out. Oh, hear yeah, me t-shirts out. are being printed. Hear, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, yeah. It's, it's no MLNO, but... <laughs> MLNO. But this is what I mean by that is like you experience something that makes you realise you're not immortal. And you, you get them more as you get older, innit? Mm. Like, you know, you get them heart flutters. You start thinking, oh, fuck, I, I'm just there. Like, oh, I probably just ran too hard. But then 
when you get a footballer who you could actually go, go on my son to, <laughs> you do go, <laughs> you oh, could be his dad. shit, I'm old. Um, here's one. You know, <laughs> you know, when I Google, I'm not that I Google it, but they pop up on my timeline mm-hmm. sometimes. Not my timeline, my um, suggested videos on Pornhub. MILFs? MILFs are younger than this? MILFs? Yeah, the MILF ages, uh, they, they... Mom, I'd like to fuck? Yeah, they... I ha- always consider that's one of my pals' mums. <laughs> is a MILF. I'm looking at them, can. It could be one of my pals' daughters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what it is? With porn, they have, like, this weird thing where it's, like, they want, like, 18 to 22. And then between, like, 22 to 25, they don't want anything to do with you. But then when you're, like, 26 to 30, you're then the MILF. It's weird, like the the, nah. the shelf life of a that, porn star. That must be a, like a, a burn for a porn star that's like 26-year-old, no kids and all that, right? And get fucking cast as like gangbang milf. Like, oh, where, man? I'm <laughs> still in uni. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm doing porn. That, <laughs> I need to pay for it. <laughs> this, this, this thing with milfs. This is where, where it is with milfs, right? You've got to want to fuck somebody's mum. For it to be a MILF, right? Now, it doesn't mean, like, that three-year-old kid's mum. You haven't got to have a three-year-old. It's got to be somebody where you can mock them that you want to fuck them. You wouldn't be going to a, like, three-year-old, I want to fuck your mum. You would be going to a 15-year-old that you're in school with at the age of 15, I want to fuck your mum. And there's this fucking 32-year-old, right? You, you see that? So you, she had the kid at 17. There's a kids at nursery going, oh, I want to fuck your mum. But, but that mum's still quite young so when she had the kid. So to be a kid. MILF, you have to be engaging in a conversation with somebody of your age no, that they want to fuck I, your mum. I think, I think MILF's just like, it's just like, it's now a saying. They've, got a, they've got a kid now, they're a MILF. Yeah, you've got you a kid, it, you're, a, you're a MILF. You could be a fucking MILF at the age of 16 in Blythe. Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, well, coming from Croydon, you know, there's quite a few people. Did you ever have one of those kids in school who... When they got who like that who got pregnant, and everyone was just like, "No surprise." Ah, yeah, son listens to the podcast. Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> even even he's a proper good kid. He I Tracy, but that's just one of my fucking best. She's one of my best mates in school. Then fucking even come along and fucking spoil everything. She got pulled out of school. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I not heard the podcast when I was talking about me and her used to go at the nurse's office in school nurse and say that I got her up the stick oh right yeah the nurse yeah. is just disbelief because he's seen the clip of me when I was a kid oh yeah you, fucking... I mean I've seen you now <laughs> no one's calling you a deal <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yes so there the other things are um, that's the one the one thing where like like you said the football has been being younger than you now that's you're upset porn stars are young when no, milfs are younger than this yeah that, that's I, mean, I thought I was younger than milfs I wonder where that's I... how American Pie isn't it milf it's like Stifler's, Stifler's mom. mom yeah it's a Stifler's mom like it, it, she, she, you wouldn't have called her a milf when he was when he was a toddler you wouldn't have been like oh your mum's a milf You're like no she's a new mother show some respect <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I wonder where I'd come in the age range. Like, where do I... If I got... Well, would you be a MILF? Yeah. Like, if, you you know, if I went into porn, am I like... Because I... Am I like a young... Would I be a young porn star? Would I be long hair? New, Nubile. Uh, would I... Barely legal teen. Oh, uh, is that what I'd be? Do you know uh, some people hide that... Um, 
the search history for their porn yeah. in case their girlfriend looks at it and discovers they're watching porn. I bet you write it down after you've watched it on a whiteboard. Why, do, pe- why do people do that? <laughs> I was thinking recently, now if Natalie just like went into Pornhub and had a look at my previous searches. Oh, fucking well done. You've just showed your fiance what you're into. Yeah. I, I try not, and people, people don't believe me on this one. I try not to watch too much porn, man. I find it really like... <laughs> you know what? It's fucking not good for you, like... You know, when I, when I type in in the search bar, P O. Yeah. Podbean comes up. Oh. <laughs> Podbean comes oh, up before Pornhub. Because I put up minimum one podcast a week, maximum two. So you've been, what, you've been, put- I've been watching porn less than once a week. Yeah, but porn, it's not, like, it's not good for you, is it? I sometimes watch, like, shit that wouldn't happen. Like, oh, what, like, people having normal sex and like, just sit there and go, wish I could do that. Well, you know, like, stuff I can't do anymore, like, fucking double penetration and that. Like, Gang bangs and orgies, you know, like oh, because you were renowned for <laughs> fucking right. I was the old, I can't the, old the old blind gang bangs that guy was going in. I can't do it. I've had I've had threesomes with half a dozen listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, we apologise again. <laughs> I used to love group sex as a belt laugh. Like, this is something I've always said, is everything's better when you're made to <laughs> oh, not, not the good kind of threesome. <laughs> I've had a lot of the bad one. Um, but, yeah, I, so I'll, I'll just look at shit like that because it's not, not going to happen, is it? Like, is it? Oh, I don't know. You can dream. But, uh, well, I like, what I want it to happen. What, yeah. what I want to have, because I've, I've joked about this on stage, but what I want to have a threesome with Natalie and one of my pals. I think it would probably bother her more than me. I reckon it would, it would bother you. She'd be you. like, oh, why were you touching him more than me? <laughs> <laughs> it would bother you when someone makes a meme about it in the group. Uh, That's right. <laughs> I'd have to keep it hush, like. Because <laughs> you, know, you know the minute you found out if you did it with someone from someone in our group, you'd instantly get about six messages from a few of the other lads going like, hey, what's wrong with me, mate? <laughs> And you know what as well I wonder how much I would drop my arse if Natalie had us put me money where my mouth is you know how yeah, I just talk freely yeah. should I, add? I wonder how much like if push come to shove and like fucking but would the would the rule be that you get to choose the friend or she gets to choose the friend Um, I think there'd be some people I'd just fucking veto like really aye I just, I just oh, here, to be, here she comes quick I, I just, <laughs> just want it to be serviceable again <laughs> afterwards <laughs> Like fucking slots couldn't do it. Oh, well, man. Fucking try putting hammer. What is it? Try putting tax where nails have been. <laughs> That's it. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Just couldn't do it. I've had a threesome before with a lad who had a way bigger cock than me. It was just weird. Really? Uh, I was just looking at God. How are I, mate? I had a word with him. Like fucking, fucking let some air out of that. Stop trying to. <laughs> like a cartoon. Just, made it, just made it look like you weren't as excited for the threesome. <laughs> it's like a cartoon dick. It's fucking sort of. I oh, never said his name. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he said his name because I nicknamed his cock yeah, like uh, the Sword of Omens. Right. I nicknamed it the Sword of Aitken because that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is another throwing people under the bus one, isn't it? Yeah, I just said that because I know there's there's more than one, oh, right. more than one of that name. Alex does narrow it down. <laughs> Uh, I'd, um, I'd, when I was, I think I was 17 or 18, me and my mate, I can't say his name, but uh, went round to this girl's house and had the worst threesome ever. 
the worst. Uh, yeah. What you, 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 your pal, and me and my pal and this girl. So what? Did you, how did you mess it up so bad? Um, okay, basically. Because right. I'm always fun, and she's always in like the major yeah, control. Yeah. Basically, and, and as well. Usually, if there's a girl in a male, male, oh, female threesome, she is having a fucking great time. Like, picture yeah. yourself with two girls, right? Yeah. This is how the girls are picturing themselves. It's like, oh, I'm getting two dudes here. This is great. Oh, like she, it, she was having it. She, she was. She, it was her idea. She yeah. was having. It. I mean, it was in the back of our minds all the time, but she brought it to the. We were also a bit too, I don't know, young to initiate that kind of thing. Like, I wouldn't know how to initiate that at that age do you mm. know what I mean so she just sort of came in and was like yeah cool do you want to do this and it was, it was just the worst thing ever we were just both there just sort of like oh I can see him naked <laughs> uh, just seeing your mate jacking off in the corner while you're getting a blowjob and you're what? going like getting what, into, was, we, on, what was he doing we, that for because we, we were on Mandy so we couldn't get our dicks oh man so, so he's like hey jacking off in the corner and I'm just sort of sat there getting like a really flaccid blowjob and you're just sort of looking at him going yeah, good gear this, isn't it? Uh, that, that, happened yeah. with, that happened with Matty, but it was with Meow Meow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, did he see a cat? He had him catting. Right, yeah. Now, let me talk about this, right? You've just done it again, right? It wasn't the, that one, not, not so much, but we've discussed this, right? So let's discuss it on the podcast. Sometimes this is a joke, that's there. That's so dog shit. You step over it. This is, right, I'm going to give you an example. You. This is why we've discussed it before. Right. Yeah. You said uh, in a WhatsApp conversation. Uh, I don't know. Mock practical today. <laughs> I got three minors. That's the last time I'm allowed to drive past the school. Right. Great it's, job. It's no. It's like everybody in the history of knowing that you get minors in a in a driving test has had that joke fl- like flit into the head and they've stopped it before they've said it because they know that everybody's. And that makes of it, right? well, that makes me breaking. It's boundaries. like stepping over dog shit. You know that joke's no. dog shit. You step over it, but it's like no. you jumping in dog shit and going, "Oh look, look, I look up." Where's me laughy smellies? <laughs> like, you just stepping shit. <laughs> no, this is the thing. No. Uh, this is the, I'm gonna put Tom Horton under the bus because this was an example I used. He put on a Facebook status about I've, I can't remember how he worded the joke. It was like something about a fucking veg, like green grocer's van. Do you have a van for selling vegetables? No avocado. I've seen him do it in his set. As oh, well. he put it in his set. Oh, I'm just going to pause the podcast where I fucking got in the show and watch me so clean. <laughs> it's there. Everybody knows that the word avocado sounds like avocado, right? Everybody has, has, has like, it, it's there. It's fucking there. But you just walk around it because you know everyone's thinking of it, right? Houston Station, right? Houston, we have a problem. Don't say Houston, we have a problem because it's slipped into everybody's mind. They've dismissed it, right? It's them jokes. I just like stepping dog shit. Yeah. In it. But I feel I feel like there's a there's another thing here we're missing. Tell us more about the time Matty couldn't get hard on because he didn't get in a prison. <laughs> this, is a very valid, this is a very valid point. I've discussed this on the podcast as well. We've had him on. We've had him on the podcast. Um, this is something he did, right? I don't have to. Should we talk about this? Go ahead, mate. I, will, I mean, I won't. I hope it's going to get uncomfortable because it's a little bit like... All right. <laughs> that means yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, this isn't a goodies hard on. This is about, right, so this is the position we were in having sex, right? I was having sex with um, 
the lovely lady in <laughs> Matty was so I'm I'm on my, on my knees right oh it's just she, the leverage she's lying on her back no we've discussed the right. leverage one that was in the podcast with Matty on so people can find that and hear right, that story yeah. right that, that, that was strike one when he used my shoulder for leverage <laughs> <laughs> Three strikes are out the threesome. I didn't write any rules, but somehow when fucking he grabbed me, grabbed me shoulder, I pulled in a fucking scroll with commandments on. For the people at home, you won't be able to see this now. We're on Kai's sofa. Kai's on his knees like he's in the fridge, showing me the position he was in. Hi, you're on your back. <laughs> Why don't we just be Matty for this? Right, so. She's underneath there, right? And I'm, I'm in between her legs. And Natalie, I know you're listening. I'm sorry. Um, Matty uh, is getting his soft MCAT dick, semi-blown, right? <laughs> but he's like... <laughs> He's like perp, not, he's on the side. Right? Do you he's ever wonder on. someone from the bank, from his bank, is going to listen to one of these podcasts and go to Matty? Hey, mate, we need to have a meeting. <laughs> one of his bosses. <laughs> so, so he's like getting a side on blowjob. So she's like fucking looking to the left, trying to like, what the fuck's this, Matty? How I get this with my face? You know, she's just looking up and I'm going, come on, mate, Kai's putting a good shift. And this is what you bring to the table, is you? A little fucking like tapping underneath it and that, like. Flicking it and that, just how I made. It, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing fucking. I'm doing the line shifting. I'm doing the, the line share, right? Yeah. And then Matty's hand comes down and starts like giving a little rub, rub that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pumping away, right? And I'm pumping like I can, I can feel like his hands, like his fingertips are like hitting off me mound. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, Matty, Matty, put your soft cock away and fucking look at us. <laughs> if I slip out here, you're giving us a hand job. Like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Bad form, man. Bad form. Yeah, he's not got good free etiquette. He hasn't. He? And you know what he kicked off at, right? He kicked off because I went to fucking um, change the playlist. <laughs> I mean, that's not what he kicked off at. I went, I went, I went to change the playlist. Oh, yeah, right? that was the... And I sat in the chair, put like some different tunes on, because it was starting to fucking repeat the same fucking yeah. songs again. You've been there a while. Six-hour six shift, man. This <laughs> party trying to get hard. MCAT's um, um, such a weird drug. Like it's no one, no one goes. Oh, got a gram of MCAT on the way. Yeah, can it be such a fucking oh, dumb man. drug? And it hurts the inside of your face as well. It's there's like a no, fucking swarm of hornets flying up your nose. There's no need for that drug. <laughs> but anyway, I was racking up and changing the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> this is such an explicit podcast. Right. Oh my god. Oh. Um, and, uh, and I just chilled for a bit because I was like, you know, Matty, Matty's had a fucking tough day at the office, right? He hasn't showed up to work, right? He's fucking, he's there, but his cock isn't. I thought, like, I'll just let him have a little bit of intimacy. Like, maybe, he's, maybe he's, it, it's me being in the equation that's, that's putting him off. So I just chilled for a bit, you know, put my feet up and just watched. And he was just like, Carl, afterwards he was like, it's fucking weird when you just fucking sat in the chair and watched this. What's wrong with me? I was like, you fucking flick a bead while I was having sex with you. Fucking grab my shoulder for leverage. You fucking, fucking look at me. Like, I'm a fucking weirdo. Like, I'm perved on your stomach. Do you think it was you I was looking at? You was laughing at? 
Oh, Matty, Matty, come on, sort it out, mate. Um, so now, I don't know if I could tell that the, the time Sloss did one of the biggest bro things ever for me. Uh, let's, get, let's, do, let's, do, let's tell a couple bro things after we've done a slagging mm. off story. Um, I was once... Matty's like, always me bro, he's a fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's more than bro after what you did with his... <laughs> <laughs> we know cousins. Cust, custard cousins. Um, I, was, uh, I was in bed with a girl, Sloss was in the bed as well, and Sloss gentlemanly got out of the bed because it was like a sleepover situation where it was like a situation there was no there's no you know and uh sloss got out of the bed and went to another room right his bed as well his bed and uh i saw so i kissing this girl and she went to me um ah oh, do you think danny would mind and i went i think he's done everything but buy some moving in prison <laughs> like he's just given <laughs> set, us his set bed. Up. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to repackage that story and pitch it as like, uh, you were both crying for the same girl. <laughs> <laughs> I could have so done that. But then, but then you know what he's like. I'd have just been, I'd have just been back. He would have blackballed one, it. That, that's, that's the one thing Danny will, that's why I knew with that story. If I did that there, Danny would, I'd get like a little message, just like a, you're dead to me kind of thing. So I'll say this now, Danny, absolute bro move. He, he has uh, absolutely blackballed you for your, your bad behaviour. Oh, in, in the past yeah, uh, remember you, you done something recently you kept bringing up Muay Thai when it was fucking totally look I'm sick of hearing it you're doing it on purpose just to smash Muay Thai up. today yeah, yeah you were bringing yeah. all that shit right so he was telling you to stop but like when I was doing are we in the same seats like you saw that as fucking oh there's something that gets to him I'm gonna dig at him and he warned you a million times and then he blocked you on literally everything yeah. like even PlayStation, my email. PlayStation Live oh, your email the, he throws the, you the, out I'm not gonna lie the PlayStation one kind of hurt like, I can deal with Facebook and Twitter and Insta, you know, I can deal with all that. But, but man, to, to, to lose a friend on PS4, it's, it's horrific. It's sad. It's so upsetting not being yeah. able to play with it. And then, like, you'll see him put in a PS4 group, like, oh, he's online. And you're like, oh, I am. And then he just blanks it. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the thing is, as well, is you'll sometimes end up in a game with him because you're friends with somebody else online. So they'll add you in. But you're there with Danny and Danny's there with you, but like he's on fucking online. We never together. went in a game. Oh, have you not? Because no. I was going to say that would be like, you know, when you fucking, like if you rock up to a party and like your ex is there with, <laughs> <laughs> with a new fella. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's, probably, it's upsetting. I learned I my think, lesson though. I think we're. Um, oh, we ran over. Nah, we're, we're doing grand, but um, we should maybe put some muggles in the corner. And Ooh. this is a. Uh, I, I am a. Uh, I'm going to use. Because it's very topical. And I'm going to use Barry um, Barry Dodd's texters. So I haven't wrote any Muggle Corners down. Because okay. Barry texts me with um, very complimentary about the um, the podcast with Mark and then also gives me a couple of Muggles. Oh, People, didn't say anything about me, Barry? Okay. Nah, nah, he's a bit of radio silence from Barry, actually. There was a good six weeks where I didn't get a text off him. <laughs> so, no, I'm joking. So, uh, Barry Dodds uh, said, Muggles, uh, people who post pictures of not much snow in their area. Oh, and fuck gone. off. So, like, a no snow. Like, instead of, like... It's I've, like got, a, I've got... I had that. Yeah, let's double down yeah. on it then. Right, so this isn't the... Oh, I the, had it and changed... Yeah. The obvious Muggle one, which has probably been covered last time it snowed and the time before, <laughs> is when... People tell you that it's snowing on Facebook, yeah. right? People, like, all they can talk about is the snow, right? And it's all posts, right? They're, they're just 
first degree of muggle. The second degree of muggle is the people who Barry mentioned who are posting a picture of that green grass or the blue sky in the lake. It's not snowing here. Like, yeah, I saw people doing that when they were in Australia because you know there's like the Perth Comedy Fe- or Adelaide yeah. Comedy Festival going on now. I saw loads of people going like, just trying to get on board with your weather pit guys and it's them at a sunny beach. I was like, hope you get eaten by a shark. <laughs> no, no sharks here while they're in hospital. Yeah, it's just, it's just it is muggly. It, it's just. Oh, I, I tell you, didn't I? I, I told you when I, when I was walking back, I'd just been for a bite to eat with a fucking awesome Carl Donnelly, just fucking chilling around for a bit. I was walking back from the restaurant, the cafe eatery, and I walked past this group of youths, these young young gents, about fifteen years old. Uh, I physically asked as if I wanted a snowball fight and I had me both QC 35 headphones on so I moved my headphone to one side and I was like what's oh, sorry and like do you want a snowball fight I was like oh sorry I'll, I'll wreck my headphones fucking crack on and then they carried on walking and they didn't there's about 10 of them right yeah. and they didn't give me an unsolicited snowball fight they were gentlemanly about their conduct. So I fucking put my hood up, pulled the toggles tight, so I covered my headphones and fucking started launching snowballs at them. <laughs> with game on, I had a proper full-blown snowball fight in the park. You're scared of youngins. people on a tube of pushing you in, but you'll start a snowball fight with a group of 15, 10, with a bunch of, 10, <laughs> bunch of 15-year-olds in London and think you're going to live in this city much longer. <laughs> <laughs> fucking playing with fire. Yeah, or snow think, even. Right? So what, what do you think? You know, see if that turned feral. See if I misjudged that. Them, right, because I thought that was very like uh, polite and gentlemanly of them to verbally ask and then respect me saying no and keep on walking, right? So I knew they were good kids. Yeah, right. I took a beat on them that they were good kids, right? So when I threw that snowball, that made their day. They got to have a snowball fight, and then I, it ended up where I was getting a bit overwhelmed by them, yeah. and I pretended to wave a white flag. Yeah. Right, I was like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm beat, and they stopped. Right, oh. and it was a bit of fun. But you know, should they have turned on us, right? Imagine they started like pushing and shoving, right? 15-year-old kids, about 10 of them. You'd start a chance. You know, nah. bear in mind that we're, we're, we're equipped with my tie. You probably I, weigh an extra 20 kilos than, nah, than, than the heaviest I think, one of them. I think, I, think the minute, I think the minute you face anything upwards of three people who are around 15 years old, you're in fucking trouble. I reckon you can keep them back a bit. Like, you know, if you, if you threw a, a head kick, well, you've got to throw a kick in the snow, and that's very difficult to pivot. You yeah. got you got to pivot in the snow, so you, so you're kind of out. I think of you kicks. get a good fucking couple of headshots in hooks and shit. Yeah. Like, uh, you, how many? How many? How yeah, many it's not going to be a fun day for any, uh, anyone, right? Because you you don't want you don't want to be the guy leveling a bunch of fifteen. Ten of them. Ten of them. Oh, well, oh no! Fuck them. If they're fifteen, is fuck them. But then, uh, if, if they're trying to start a fight, then they're trying to start a fight. But how many like eight year olds? Do you reckon you would be like? Bear in mind that they're, they're, they're coming in swarms, right? So at first it's like one, and how many eight-year-olds do you reckon? Like, I think it would do it until you're tired. Yeah, I think it would all be down to your cardio. Yeah, because you're, you're kind of fucking like what one shot? They're, they're head, head high. Up you're, killing, you're killing cunts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're probably killing cunts. Like with a fifteen-year-old, you probably like go, go, land a good punch and you, you neutralize one, right? So you could. I, I reckon if because it, it's all if they suffocate you if they like fucking swarm in get you like in a rugby room you yeah. can't throw a punch and you've got the weight of them on top of you the minute you're down and starting to take kicks to the face you're fucked right but if you can like lay a couple of them out and keep them at length push push them back yeah. push kicks right you, you could handle a couple of eight year olds you could gun until the, you, you would build a fucking mountain of them I reckon I reckon <laughs> I reckon 28 year olds would take me down if all of them swore me at once I reckon I reckon 20 they'll be bitey as well kids are bitey uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. Boys or girls? 
Um, <laughs> mixture. Mixture. I reckon the girls would be more vicious. You'd feel what you'd, you wouldn't want to hit the girl ones weirdly as much as hard as you'd hit the boy ones. Uh, you'd, I'd say sorry when I did it. Like I'd be like, oh, so's. Like the parents now that like she, she hit me. <laughs> uh, you'd be able. I reckon you'd be able to pick up an eight year old and throw it at another eight year old as well. I reckon. Oh, you, you could, could take, f- yeah. probably fucking. Ah, you could freestyle, man. I reckon it'd be like it would be like one of them choreographed like nineties martial arts movies. Yeah, if you were against theatre roles, fifteen year olds is different, though. Like, you could do. You, you could hit a kid with a kid. Yeah, you could grab a kid and spin and just like <laughs> whack another kid with it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a good point. Uh, They're good weapons, really. Eight year olds. What time like? school start tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Made, right, if you could have a Groundhog Day, right, and you want like day seven thousand a Groundhog Day, would you do it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Like, what? You'd walk into the school and start. start I'd start off like, okay, so say you're on Groundhog Day, right, yeah. and you've you've done the fucking so, like you'd have the day where you try killing yourself and then you wake back up tomorrow because you're in the right. same day forever. Oh, you've been through it a million you, times. You've, you've been right. through it, right? Thousands and thousands of times. You're then going to have the day where you're like, all right, I reckon I could hijack a plane. Uh, you know what I mean? You're going to start playing it like Grand Theft Auto. You come so desensitized. Oh, yeah. You'd become a psychopath. Yeah. You'd become a fucking psychopath by the end of it. But fucking, not my luck. <laughs> 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 I fucking got that school day, 7,000, right? Start fucking hitting kids with other kids, right? And then fucking wake up on first day in a cell can. Bastard! Bastard! Why would that one way? I fucking had to free some while I'm at In all 7,000 of them days, Matty couldn't get his cock hard in any of them. <laughs> Probably, probably don't have the eight-year-olds. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, well, I reckon. Uh, I reckon. I reckon I'd make it to day eighty before I started a fight with an eight-year-old on Groundhog Day. I mean, I'd be a lot longer than that. I think. Yeah, before I, I hit a day, kid. Day eighty. I before reckon. I started hitting children, like I think. Yeah. I think you'd have to have like. I think day eight is reasonable. I think you'd have to know because you'd like in eighty days' time. I'm not going to be bored enough to hit a kid. I think you'd have to live like live an entire life you, of that one day. Do you know what? An I entire say, like a few lifetimes of that one you know day before I, you're gone. I've been alive for like three hundred fucking years. I say this. Do you know what would piss me off the most on Groundhog Day? What? Is that if I was playing like FIFA career mode and came back to it the next day, I was like, fucking, hell, I've already beat Southampton like thirty thousand times. I oh, see. So had to have a career <laughs> one day. Keep doing it again. Yeah, that would wind me up more than anything. I reckon. How did, how did we get here from snow being muggly? Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, the snowball fight I had with the kids. All oh, right, yeah. Obvious. It's interesting. What's wrong with you? Why? I know, I've got to talk to that, mate. This is such a fucking highbrow podcast. It is actually a right. Please share it on all of your medias. We're never plugging enough, do we? I always put it out on Facebook and just like we've got this we've got like uh, this f- around about 1200 people listen to it I download it each, each month I don't know how many people listen to it I reckon like <laughs> at least I reckon at least 200 of them are people we know like yeah. some sort of connection with as well I'm talking but, like uh, it's my podcast yeah, I mean uh, it might as well be because where the fuck's Daniel at oh exactly Daniel where you at uh, he, he's, he's in LA there's no shortage of fucking talent in that city oh well do you know what it is Daniel's Chris Martin's pro- out there he's got his own podcast oh, Daniel's just probably pissed people Eric's off. out there Fucking get a friend, mate. 
I have to fucking chat to this bellend every fucking day. I'm kidding, I'll like you. I'll edit that out. All the shit that I've said, hitting other kids with kids, fucking Matty and Freesons and shit. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, yeah but, uh, I mean, this may not be the one you want to share with your friends, like. <laughs> I always think that like it was already it was already downhill when I did the idiom because this is a funny one. Do you, do you listen to Dave Longley's podcast? I have a bit, yeah. I, I really love it. it so much, man. It's my new favorite thing. It's my new favorite corner of the the internet is Dave Longley's podcast, and Natalie loves it too. She's a bit annoyed that um, she has to listen to it on an Android, and it's direct yeah. from his website, yeah, so you can't like pause or rewind it without it like reloading. Yeah. But on, it's on iTunes as argument arguing for arguing's sake, and uh, I really want to fucking share that with everybody. But I, I feel like I can't put it out to the wider public on, on social media yeah. because I wanted to give it to my closest friends which is the podcast listeners right yeah. you love it uh, but the thing is he's so dry and he's so like uh, he'll say racist remarks right that aren't racist he's saying it because it's steeped in irony and he's yeah. laughing at the racism but if anybody misinterprets that and just think like oh, who's this guy that Kai put me on to and, the, and the, they get it wrong I always feel because he does this thing where he, he's got his mates on who uh, Eddie Hu, who's yeah. from Chinese descent, and uh, he pretended he had uh, racism Tourette's. And he was like fucking just racially abusing his pal <laughs> on the podcast, but it's fucking hilarious, right? But I just feel like um, if you share it with a wider public, what if like fucking Natalie's mum's on Facebook? Yeah, and then <laughs> she, like, saying that, what if she listens to this? Natalie's mum isn't on Facebook. That was a bad example. I would, then- I would never put this podcast. On. <laughs> But it's say say you meet someone yeah. who listens to that podcast and then you find out you both listen to it, yeah. you instantly become like already friends because you find that common yeah. interest. It's like there's a guy in my gym who was asking about stand up who my favourite stand ups are, and I said Doug Stanhope and then I went to him like I had to give a bit of a pre warning. Yeah. I had to be like, Listen man, like Doug Stanhope's a really good comedian, but some of the things he says like you just got to understand. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like know, a line that Doug Stanhope said that is uh, I was so tired my eyes looked like baby's cunts. Right, horrendous <laughs> line makes me laugh because it's a, like it's it's, when I first heard it, it was that horrific. It shocked us, right? Yeah, yeah fucking iron shocked that easily, right? I was like, whoa, it's fucking funny, right? And uh, but then you, you recommend it to someone that's not quite as like. No, like that's more easily shocked that's yeah. more easily like I think disturbed have, I think you have to bear that that's a cook in my, <laughs> cook yeah, and snowflake I, I find sometimes get like, new friends you can get that you can get that thing like our, our, our group's pretty horrific about each other like and I know everyone will go our oh, mates are. I know if I brought certain mates onto a table where say we're all sat around in Edinburgh I brought a certain pal there and he's got an insecurity and doesn't know how to laugh at the insecurity, right? Uh-huh. And you lot will clock on that immediately. Stop butchering him and for it. And someone will butcher him for it because that's your like jump into the gang and it, like, here you go, mate, here's what happens. You know, yeah. I got, I got, But that's also a permission slip to say anything you like to make. Yeah, exactly. What, what's nice with close groups of friends that are creative and funny is that if, if you rip on them for anything, that, that is you, like I said, giving a permission slip for them to rip on you. And you get to hear some really funny creative jokes about your own uh, flaws. Yeah. In, in feelings and it's yeah, nice I, I, I hear him a lot he's got millions <laughs> <laughs> I mean literally every other thing in our group is directed to mm. shut up horse or something like that yeah I hate it when you're around circles where the gloves are on instead of the gloves are off you know where you have to like pull your punches because you don't want to hurt anybody right yeah like, I yeah, love yeah. being around people that I can't hurt like, I love being around people that aren't sensitive at all 
Like, I don't get offended by anything apart from people who are offended by things and they offend us. Matty pro- <laughs> probably sat listening to this crying when you brought up his classic cock. You hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to keep bringing it up because I know he'll listen. <laughs> and he'll think, oh, it's over the bit where they're talking about the time I couldn't get a hard on because of, of MCAT. <laughs> and then try to grab Kai's foreskin for, for, for a bit of yeah. a bit of source of you inspiration. Had a, you, had a, you had a busy thumb that day, I tell you, like... <laughs> His thumb's got a six-pack. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But when, when people when people get offended by something, like there was um there was a time we were sat in this very room and we were sort of in like a little party and uh, Tom tried to bring a girl into a conversation and was like, oh, how, what, what are you and your group of mates? And she's like, oh, me and my mates can't get offended. And then uh, when asked about it, it just turned out that it was because she turned up late and her mates would take the piss out of her for it. And I thought, oh, yeah. Uh, and then you're like, you're like, you can't get, you can't get offended. I hope you get pregnant by rape and the babies are stillborn. No. And I go, no. I did not. Hold on. This is, this is, I, I hope you get pregnant so I can beat another kid with it. No, I didn't, I didn't say any of these, any of these slanderous things. I remember what happened in that very conversation was uh, the first time I'd sort of returned to partying in a while. That's what you said. And Kai, Kai, Kai got out and left. I remember sitting in there and I'm thinking, man, this is why I don't party anymore. Sometimes I have a bad time. And then I got up, left, went into another room and went, no, I think I was just having a bad time. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. You know what um, What bothers us though is when some people just can't judge that. Like, Because I, I will respect people's uh, sensibilities. Yeah, to yeah, respect, right? Um, so fucking, we've got a friend who just sometimes decides to talk, start talking about the use of the N word in like in context. Oh, he's talking about the use of man. it, and I'm just like, oh my god, just fucking step dude, away from that, right? Dude, don't do it. And it's it doesn't come from like it. It's so like because in their mind they're being right in the situation, going. But I'm not saying it everywhere. I just want to understand why I can't. You know, why is it that they'll bring up all these points and you just go, dude, you don't say it because it's not your place to say it. Yeah, just like, look, just, there's some things that you just go, right, cool. Like, yeah. you know what? Like, have that conversation with your nearest and dearest and close quarters, right? And discuss the politics of that word in your own time, right? But just don't fucking inflict that on people you've hardly known while you're drunk and you can't string a sentence yeah. together, you daft cunt, Tom. Yeah. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> You saw me about to go, did you? Oh, are you going to? I was going to say Matty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Tom, Tom gets such a licking on this podcast. <laughs> we, we've seriously caused some trouble today, haven't we? Uh, should I throw, should we just move on to another muggle? Oh my god, this has been, I think this has been the most explicit podcast, hasn't it? <laughs> bad, too much. So that's, that's what you do, right? <laughs> if you've enjoyed it, right? If you've laughed because you, you're enjoying the, the freedom of it, right? The freedom of speech in this podcast and you enjoy it. Oh, we're going that right? route. <laughs> share, share it. Yeah. Share, share it. And uh, look, just look out for the friends that return to you going, oh, that, that podcast was disgusting. And, and if, you, if you don't like this podcast because of the things we're saying on it, you, you are thoroughly against the Second Amendment. <laughs> I don't know what amendment it was, but one of the amend- one of whatever. Which was? Which was? Ah, there's, there's yeah. fucking loads of them. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, well done. Um, so is that is that what you had as well for Muggle Corner? No, I, I changed it. I I, ha- I went with a different couple, but that was one I had down. I've gone with my two are well. One of them is Muggles make being late pa- make being late part of their personality. 
As in, oh, yeah. uh, oh, you know what I'm like? I'm late. And you're like, that is a very easily solvable personality flaw you have there. Like it's, it's very easy. It's so really rude. Yeah. It's it's rude. You're, you're like, you're, there's always repercussions for somebody else and not you with with lateness. I, d- I don't mind. Like, if it's the thing where it's like, I said, you, say you say to me, come around for free and uh, we'll do a podcast. And I turn up at half three. Yeah. Like, that's different because it's. it's if, I, if I've got a train to catch at fucking but five, then, 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 if, then if, the podcast's not happening. But then say you yeah. say to me, like, one time, oh shit, I've got a train to catch at five. Yeah. All right, I'll be there for free. But then on other days, just sort of turn up, yeah, around about three. Yeah, you can, but yeah, when you make plans, you make them loose, so you make them like... Yeah, tight. but when people just turn up late to things and they're like, oh, you know, you know what I'm like, and you're like, yeah, but it's so easily solvable. Yeah. It just meant you leaving 15 minutes earlier than you did. It's uh, That's one of Danny's pet hates. You know, if we say to meet in the, um, meet in the lobby at quarter past, yeah. like if I turn up at 16 minutes past, I turn up with a fucking text of him. <laughs> I allow five minutes of lateness because yeah. I always think like people you know if I say like I have that thing sometimes you're doing a weekend with somebody saying meet in the lobby at quarter past I turn up, I turn up at quarter past but say they turn up at twenty past I'm not going to mm. kick off about it no Cause, yeah, yeah he's, he's pretty tight on shit like that, but I will always try and like turn up not a minute Such earlier a either I'll, I'll always try and land like dead on just so that he starts fucking he starts building up his argument against <laughs> us right and then fucking 10 seconds before the due time the lift doors up around the street <laughs> you're mad at us but I haven't done anything wrong <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah when when because uh, this is um, this also doubles up as like I had this uh, this Guy at work who was fucking a bit miserable, right? And he, he was a, he was one of the shift supervisors, and he was just like grumpier than the other two of the three shift supervisors. And this one guy was just he seemed huffy all of the time, right? And I was his main leisure attendant. Like I stood up, was, uh, I stepped up for him as supervisor to cover his holidays and shit like that. So we were partnered up all the time, and I, I like dude, and I found myself making excuses up for him all the time. I'm just like, oh, that's just Malcolm. That's what he's like. Yeah. It's fucking naming name everyone, naming shame everyone. That's Malcolm. That's what he's like. It's uh, people are like, oh, I think Malcolm hates me, and I'm just like, no, no, he's just like, he's like, oh, everyone is just like. Uh. But then when you start going, well, why is that your identity? Why is your identity? People thinking that you hate, you hate them. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, but I have that as well, and I know Danny does as well. Like if you were to meet me and Danny for the first time, you'd probably it's have a roll of the dice. You'd probably ha- yeah, you'd probably have to go like if I'm in one of my just sort of fucking sit around moods like. You know, not chipping in with much. You've mm-hmm. probably got to be like, oh, that's Elliot. You've got to meet him a couple of yeah. times and realise. And the same with Daniel as well. Oh, well, I guess that's the same with anyone. So there's, some yeah. day, there's some days where I like, fucking, I'm just feeling a bit lethargic and I can't be bothered. And then when I'm chatting to people, I'm not, I don't feel funny. But, and people know I'm a comedian, but, but I'm not making them laugh. Yeah, but I like and, it when you finally break through with something, when you finally like chill out with someone and then you just sort of come like, oh no, they are sound. Yeah. They're just one of those people who just sort of, you know, yeah. they're not, uh, when someone comes into a thing, I don't try and include them into the. Like, I sort of let them sell, like, yeah. not in a malicious way. Like, yeah, you work out what you're doing and stuff. But I, I think when, but when you are saying to someone, oh, that's just him, that's what he's like, then then that's something that's their problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what he's like. He's but, grumpy with but, everyone. But, uh, what I mean with lateness is that it's easily solvable. Oh, so okay. if you are, yeah, it would take a lot of energy to be nice to people. Is what you yeah, mean? yeah. <laughs> it's easy. Nah, man. Like, you got to get a note. Like, here's, here's the thing, yeah. Like, once you know upwards of 50 people, it's fucked. Like, once you know 50 people, once you've got 50 people in your life, it's fucked. 
because you've got to meet other people through those 50 people. And it's like, bro, I ain't got time to be fucking hanging around it. You know? Oh, I, I love it when I remember someone's name that's one degree of separation from us. You know, you know, because right, you, yeah. you know that many people that you physically haven't got the, I, I don't have the, the, the processing chip for the names of everybody who's given me their name, right? I kind of, but if there's somebody that like I've met once or twice ages ago and the name just comes to me and I'm just like, hey, Lewis. <laughs> and they're like, oh shit, you remember my name? And it means so much to me. Like that was a fluke, like oh, <laughs> a hundred people whose you, names I forgot. You'll have missed this because uh, you've, um, you've clearly like, you, you've gone past it with like that. You've missed the technology thing where if you, like, say you DM a girl or meet a girl on Twitter or something, you will know their name because you can just go and have a look at it. Whereas I've had it before where you've been chatting up someone in a bar or a pub or a club, wherever, and you get to that point where you get back to theirs and you think, I I can't remember the name. But luckily, if you have a freezer with Matty, he'll have probably remembered. You're still with Matty again? Yeah. That didn't even make any sense. I don't know. You're still with for no reason? No, uh, yeah, just, just throwing him in. I wouldn't Matty remember the name. That was not even part of the story. <laughs> no, I'm saying, if you had a threesome, imagine you were having a threesome, right? And you had to go to the other lad in a threesome, like, what's she called? <laughs> She's put me fingers in her ears. <laughs> and Matty's like, I wrote it on my cock, but I'm going to need a bit of help getting it up to see it. <laughs> She's called Nat. I kind of get it hard on Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> the plot twist it was Natalie that's how it meant <laughs> it wasn't disclaimer it says so Discla- much about you disclaimer. you have to throw that disclaimer in there are you going to do another muggle nah nah, nah that, that, that's enough so, uh, yeah. Barry, Barry's muggle refer uh, Barry Dodds' suggestion uh, hi Barry as well love you mate uh, suggestion for people posting photos of the the green grass yeah. in the blue sky going not knowing where I'm from yeah it is that second degree of muggle yeah, and we could do a third degree of muggle where in the summer we'll start doing that as well. It's not snowing yet. It's not a sunny day when the whole country's on a horsepipe ban. It's not snowing here. I saw a thing on a, on, there was like a, when I was a kid, I was watching CBBC and it was like top five tips for snowballs. And number five, I remember this vividly, was save some of the snowballs for summer and put them in your freezer. And I was like, Man, I ain't going to that level of effort to surprise my mate with a snowball. Was that a joke? Was that... No, that was like a thing they were suggesting. And I was like, imagine, imagine, rock imagine it gets to April when your mum opens the freezer door and goes, all right, where, where, where's all the frozen chicken gone? And where's there just a load of snowballs in Can it? Can I just say something, Elliot? I don't live with my mum. <laughs> Nor do I. <laughs> I mean, you just said. No, but I was saying when you were a kid. <laughs> all right, okay. Oh, you live with Natalie? <laughs> Natalie getting annoyed. <laughs> Only the breeze. And Kai, where's all the she food? She can't get her groceries in. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hit. I'm going to hit. I'm going to with a couple of snowballs when he comes around. Um, so, yes. The, so, we'll put that in the muggle corner. And uh, also, your thing. What was it again? We've just done it. Uh, where's my Muggles memory? make being late part of their personality. Yes. Yes. There's a few people that need to go oh, I had a great second one. Oh, I'll save for next one. Um, so, little plugs. Uh, me and Elliot will both be in Northumberland in April, the first Monday of April in Cramlington, yes. and then in Blythe, then in Ashington at the Punch Drunk Gigs, alongside Marcus Brigstock and Glenn Wolf. Fucking oh, stunning uh, absolutely stunning Punch Drunk lineup. 
in April. Uh, the March uh, Punch Drunk gigs are coming up, which are nearly sold out, and that is Paul Tonkinson, Danny McLaughlin, and Soccer AM's Lloyd Griffith. Fuck, man, you're slaying it with that. Yes, and uh, while that's happening, so you can be in Northumberland watching uh, the Punch Drunk gigs, or if you happen to be in the Alps, anywhere around Marybelle or Chamonix or Tien, uh me and Andrew Maxwell will be passing through doing gigs. Well, snowboarding during the day. Sweet. That's from Sunday. Uh, Friday and Saturday, you can find me in Manchester at the Comedy Store. Oh, that's pretty dope, man. That's a, that's a fucking great week you got ahead. Well, You're I, meant to be in Glasgow. No, I'm meant to be in Glasgow. <laughs> um, that's, it's still possible that I'll be there on Friday and Saturday. Like uh, I was meant to be going up tomorrow, but um, I pulled my preview at Top Secret as well. Oh, for fuck's sake. Once um, you go to Glasgow. Yeah. Um, but on April 5th, I'll be doing a preview at Top Secret of new stuff. And I've got a bit of some sound new stuff to try. And like I said, oh, and on May the 3rd, I'll be at Top Secret as well. That's the comedy club because people go, well, what did you say Top Secret? It's called Top Secret. Stepping in dog shit. It's no, not one of those things when we go, oh, no, no, it. people genuinely oh, people think, think that I'm saying it's a top secret gig. Uh, I thought uh, you like meant like, like it was a comedy like, club. But no, no, like, like it's like, you know, when Jay-Z yeah. goes in, but I'm not, I'm not big enough to be able to go, top secret gig tomorrow, no. Um, but yeah, again, come say hello at Punch Drunk as well, that'd be wicked. Yes. Um, Elliot? Oh, yeah? <laughs> Your dad's nose has got a fingerprint. <laughs> Your dad went and made a snow angel, and by snow angel, I mean he killed a hooker in the snow. <laughs> Your dad's smiling in his passport photo. <laughs> uh, your dad booked himself a week-long writer's retreat so he could revive for his driving theory test. <laughs> <laughs> when you were a baby, your dad used to carry you around by one leg. <laughs> Hit your sister with you. Your dad has decided he's going to become a paedophile hunter and created a load of fake accounts to try and catch nonces, but his game is so shit that none of them ever want to meet. <laughs> Get picky. Uh, your dad's lost so many coins up his nose that he can't afford his bus fare back from the amusements. Uh, your dad keeps offering to fight your mum at the next comedian's boxing <laughs> Linda <laughs> your dad was that right when I wrote this your dad keeps biscuits in his afro <laughs> in case just in case he needs a sugar rush when he's being out danced <laughs> what the fuck was that your dad has a help for heroes tattoo so whenever anyone questions his patriotism he can show them the tattoo of his favourite chocolate selection (laughs) (laughs) that next week's help for celebrations your dad your dad climbs into the neck of his sweatshirt instead of pulling it over his head your dad tried to get a WhatsApp group going with all the lads who sit in the park drinking white ace. <laughs> Your dad cries when he's not allowed ice cream. <laughs> Your dad went and did a Def Jam karaoke night. And although the audience agree his rendition of Tupac hit him up was spot on, they would have appreciated it if he could have censored a few of the words. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> 
your dad, your dad puts electric tape around his dress socks like he's a Sunday League footballer. <laughs> your dad is training hard in preparation for the next parents' race at school sports day. <laughs> Gotta do it topless. <clears throat> your dad got thrown out of his local swimming baths for pushing the lifeguard in the pool. <laughs> Your dad phoned in a fake bomb threat after work when work wouldn't give him the day off so he could go sledge with the kids in the park where, ironically, he got caught by pedo hunters. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that was a dark podcast today, wasn't it? I've got one more. Your dad puts Brian out for Santa every single day just in case. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) I don't even have to put that podcast out. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> I'm going to go and apologise to Natalie and delete me some code. I'm going to go apologise to Matty. <laughs>